equanimity, which we're practicing these days, <clears throat> the fourth of the Brahma Viharas is is really um, key to the understanding and the development of of the other three Brahma Viharas. So it's a powerful uh, and beautiful quality that we develop on its own in its own right, and it also uh, informs and supports um, the others in a very key way. It's uh, what really it's what really allows them to. Uh, unfold, come to fullness, to fruition, to really um, shine forth in their fullness because it brings the balance of mind that um, keeps them from falling into uh, the extremes, what are called the near and far enemies, falling into attachment and conditional kinds of love or, uh, or the opposite of love, of aversion, keeps compassion from falling into uh, pity or feeling sorry for and also and from uh, extremes of reactivity of uh, wanting to get away from it or or even push against or uh, those kinds of feelings and with joy keeps joy balanced so that it doesn't fall into the extremes of a kind of giddy self uh, self absorbed state or envy, jealousy, on the other hand, a distant enemy, far enemy. And so I feel that it may be possible and even useful at times to weave, um, weave them all together in a practice. It's fine and it's good and usually taught that we do only one. You know, we focus on one of them. But I feel like it may... Um, be useful, suitable, and we'll see what I do today. I don't know what's going to come out, but I may weave them in a bit um, at some point this afternoon. And I think weaving in the uh, qualities of kindness, of friendliness, of uh, compassion, of joy, can also really address the uh, sometimes overly cool flavor that may come with equanimity, which is kind of its near neighbor, a sort of indifference or, um, yeah, whatever. That's, that's kind of not, not the real deal, but it can shade into that coolness. So it may help to bring the warmth that's uh, really there with true equanimity is infused with connection and really feelings of care. It's an understanding that, uh, we care deeply for beings, but their life will unfold according to the choices they make. So today we're going to work with uh, a more difficult category. I wouldn't, uh, well, maybe you have a, you may have a, a difficult being you've been working with, and that's fine. If you're auditioning a new one, hmm. I wouldn't, um, wouldn't necessarily pick your worst enemy, to start with at least. You might uh, pick someone where there's some issue, something that's difficult in the relationship. And I think working with a difficult person can be quite rich because it very naturally will 
could could bring up um, the whole question of forgiveness and also uh, the understanding of compassion, of seeing that... Um, and the causal condition nature of, of life as part of that. You know, we see in order for compassion to uh, develop, we have to see that... Um, All actions, all things that happen, all things that one might do, have their genesis in the mind. Mind is the forerunner of all action. And the quality of the mind is what, what flavors how that action will, will unfold. And so when we can see for ourselves we see in our own lives and upon reflection to things we have done and over the course of a day, we'll see if, if the forces of um, desire and craving, of resistance and aversion, of confusion, of suffering, when those are strong in the mind, then actions that are born of that quality lead to, they come out in a certain way and they bear fruit accordingly. So we see a certain impersonality to that. There's, it's a natural unfolding there. And I know for myself, I've, there's lots of times when I can, I can think back on things I have done where one or another or some combination of, of these uh, difficult qualities of the the kilesas, as Carol was talking about last night. When those are, are running the show, then the actions that follow from that reflect that, that mind. And so, with a difficult being here, it may be a situation where we feel like we've been harmed or have uh, been misjudged, misunderstood, treated unfairly. And we have to keep in mind in this whole realm that, uh, you know, especially if there there um, feels the need to, the whole question of forgiveness comes up. That we we have to remember that there's a couple things that are important: the timing of things, because we have to take care of ourselves, and it may not be the time to think about forgiving someone. We also have to remember that what we are forgiving is a being who acted when suffering and desire or uh, aversion were powerful in the mind. And we know what that's like because we've experienced that. We're not forgiving actions because some actions are not forgivable. That's true. We have to to really, I think, uh, make a distinction there. And so when working with a difficult person, really important to look at the tone and the quality in the heart when, when uh, thinking of words that communicate this, this feeling, the reflection on kamma. It can have the, the feeling all beings are the owners of their actions. Reflect on that. But what the heart is saying, you're going to get yours. You know? You're going to get what's coming to you. <laughs> Some feeling like that. And so we want to be careful if that's the, the feeling in the heart, in the mind. 
So finding a comfortable posture, if you want to shift the way you're sitting now, uh, you could s- switch to a chair if you feel like that would be good. And looking for ease in the body as much as you are able to find that. Checking in with uh, how it is for you right now. What is the, how does the body feel? Whatever posture you're, you've taken. Check in and see if there's a mood in the mind. Just, just to know where you're starting, the starting point not with a sense that you have to make it be any particular way, but just to know how it is for you in the moment. Mind may be bright and awake, interested, it may be dull and just here because you couldn't think of anything else to do. (laughs) Or you feel somehow obliged to come. You know, I'm one of your teachers and I'll notice if you're not here. (laughs) However you might be feeling right now, it's okay, not because you, you have to fix that and somehow suddenly feel just bubbly and Oh, I'm so happy to be here. It might be that way. Just let yourself be how you are right now with no agenda about it. With no need to change it. You have complete permission to be who you are right now. Give that to yourself. Offer yourself that possibility to just be simple and just how you are. You can be a mess. You can be together be happy or grumpy, terrible meditator, great meditator, good yogi, bad yogi. I don't care and no one else cares. You're all perfect just as you are and you could use a little work as Suzuki Roshi says. Really letting the mind and heart relax and (laughs) I'm serious here. (laughs) All right. Let's get it together. Can't tell the other teachers. <laughs> Here we are, no adult supervision.
if you'd like to. I sometimes find with these Brahma Viharas that it really is, there's something maybe more energetically than anything else with connecting with bringing the attention to the heart center, possibly um, with the breath, sense of breathing into this part of the body, maybe touching there if you'd like to, gentle fingertips or hand at the base of the sternum, but only if that feels interesting or meaningful or you're curious to try it. It seems kind of the seat of, in some countries, some parts of the world, they say this is the seat of the mind, of knowing, of integrity, of dignity, of love, of connection. Not looking for some special sensation or feeling or any, anything like that. Perhaps reflecting for just a moment on the fact that we all have our own life to live. And it's not easy to figure out how to live well, to make good choices. There's a lot of confusing information out there on how to do this. But reflect on the goodness. As part of that, reflect on the goodness of your intention in coming on retreat. being willing to sit with the body and mind, that degree of intimacy that is uh, is built into this practice with this intention to understand, to cultivate clarity of vision and kindness, Wisdom. Just have an appreciation for the beauty and power of that in your life, in the world. The power and beauty of your intention to live carefully, to engage with the precepts, and do your best to live without harming, without intentionally harming without intentionally adding to the suffering in the world. Such a huge gift, gift to yourself, a gift to all beings, and a great goodness there. Beginning with some connection perhaps to this sense of appreciation for your efforts and and this beautiful intention in the heart. If 
someone comes to mind where there's a difficult relationship. Perhaps you have someone you've been bringing to mind, thinking of with practicing the other Brahma Viharas. Maybe someone new who comes into your mind right now. And there's been some difficulty. Something that's it's made the relationship hard or painful. Remembering just as we at times have acted, have acted when the mind is confused and suffering, when hatred or desire, craving have the upper hand. Just as we may have acted from these energies and, and caused harm, done things that weren't so cool, weren't so good, things we wish we could take back. This is true of this person also. And there may be there may be a level of confusion or suffering that is beyond what we have ever experienced. I mean it's It's beyond anything that we've touched in our own heart. For some people, this is true. The the amount of confusion and pain in the mind can be so extreme. And actions follow from that, that cause harm. So I'll suggest a few phrases and be sure that you give yourself permission to to use words, find words, or maybe in a quieter way without words to connect with these feelings of sense of balance, of equanimity. All beings are the owners of their actions. They inherit the results of their actions. Your happiness and unhappiness depend on your actions, not upon my wishes for you. I wish you well. I care for you, but I cannot make your choices for you. You may check back in with the heart area after each phrase. 
and see what's there. Maybe it's too much to say I care for you. Or maybe some ability to, to wish someone well. To wish them ease and peace of mind with the understanding that their life will unfold according to the choices they make. I wish you well, but I can't control your happiness and unhappiness. And if you find it might be useful, think you'd like to try it, you might touch into some sense of compassion while practicing this equanimity, some sense of caring about the suffering of beings, knowing that harmful actions flow from suffering and confusion. bring this warmth of caring about that. I care about suffering, that's why I'm here. I understand suffering and how that leads to actions. I see it in my own mind and heart. I care about this in your heart. And I know you have to make your own choices. If you find that it's just, you just can't get any traction, it's too hard. No sense of caring, just a sense of either indifference or some sense of uh, just no connection. You can go to a place where it's easier, maybe to a neutral person or one of the other categories, friend or, or even to yourself and see if you can touch into the quality there and then try again when you're ready. Come back to this difficult relationship. And if the feelings of pain or anger, hurt, 
really gets so strong that, that there's, that's all, that's really all you can see or feel. At some point, it may be more skillful to switch to a vipassana practice, an insight practice, mindfulness, mindfulness of that feeling, letting that be there, holding it tenderly, caring about that. That's always a possibility.
If you feel like you lose the connection with the practice, it's getting vague or lacking in warmth or connection, take a moment, come back to just feeling your body, mind just as it is, perhaps connecting again with the heart center if you have been finding that helpful. It's like this right now, this is how I feel. This is the body, this is the mind, this is the heart. Perhaps reflecting on the natural way that actions bear fruit. Wholesome, skillful actions yielding happy, pleasant results. Unskillful, unwholesome ones tending the other direction to dis-ease. And all beings are the owners of their actions, their intentional actions. They're heirs to the fruit of those actions. And their happiness and unhappiness depend on the choices they make. This is just the nature. It's empowering, really, because we have, with mindfulness, we have a choice. Mindfulness, present moment awareness, changes everything. We're not just running on automatic. Again, a felt sense or image of this person you're working with. It's a difficult relationship, one that's brought pain or struggle confusion. I wish you well. I cannot make your choices for you. you well, but you have to live your own life. It's up to you.
And again, infusing a practice with this quality of care, of compassion that understands confusion and suffering. Knows that personally. Knows what happens when we act from that. And all beings meet joys and sorrows according to this natural law, according to the nature of things.
for the last few minutes of this period of meditation. Just let go of the words and phrases. You don't have to push them away, but you don't have to do anything to make them come. Let go of images, every kind of word. Start to let go of anything that feels like a practice or a doing. Let go of meditating, of cultivation. May still be there, but nothing you have to do. Just settle into simple presence, just be alive. Just what's it like to be a living being with no agenda? Nothing to do, no one to be. Leave everything as it is. Things come and go. Sensations and feelings, thoughts, sounds. Just coming and going, doing their thing. Nothing we have to do about any of it. You have to work with it. You don't have to even know what it is. the body, the senses doing their thing, the mind, the heart doing their thing. Nature doing its thing. It's all just happening. Just let it be.
just a minute, I'm going to ring the bell to end this period. Just let the sound, the vibrations wash over you, ripple around you, ripple through you. Before you shift your posture, open your eyes, just let that vibration flow around and through you. May the merit and the goodness of our practice be for the benefit of all beings, for their happiness, their welfare, and their liberation. May all beings receive this goodness. It's just past 4.30, and uh, I'll... Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.